endless possibilities with Catherine Jean. I'm really lucky to be joined in the studio with Carol from the Richmond Community Services Inc. I've got the inking, Carol. Yep, good. <laughs> uh, family Support Coordinator, Carol. Uh, now, the uh, family, uh, the Richmond Community Services is located in Richmond Neighbourhood Centre, which is 20 West Market Street. So I look at that because I'm used to the library there of saying it's just up from the library and opposite, but it's pretty well, you, you can tell where it is. Mm. It's not hard to find out. It's been there a while, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, a long time. I wanted you to come back in today, or I asked you, invited you, whatever it is, the nice way of saying it. That sounded awful. Uh, because the the community centre, what you do there, I think is extremely important for the community. And I don't think a lot of people realise or how much is actually there and what value is there in the centre itself. And I know from my point of view, from being a therapist, I constantly refer to programs that people say, well, I can't afford this or I can't afford that. Some programs are free, is that correct? All of our programs They're are free. They're all free. Yep. So people can go there and they can uh, have certain programs that are like this one here, Parenting Connect Group. Now, that's one you run, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. one I run. So what's that one about then? Well, we find in the hospital there's a lot of isolated parents yeah. caring for young children. They might have just moved to the area. Mm. They might have gone through separation. They mm. might have just finished work. They don't know many people and mm. they're lonely and isolated. And we know isolation is a real risk factor for families breaking down. And so we created this group where the parents can come with their children and the children are given free childcare in the hall next to us. Oh, and wonderful. we run a program for two hours once mm. a fortnight. Mm. Um, the parents design the program themselves and it's mm. around discussions, um, some craft, some fun mm. activities, mm. and it's a vehicle for people to uh, make friendships. Mm. And it's been a fantastic group over several years now, mm. and and there have been a lot of families that have made good friends by coming to that group that then sustain oh, them sure. outside of the group. Mm. It's very important, these things of people moving to areas. My daughter's just moved into Newcastle, and she immediately looked for things like this because she wanted to get, like, well, she's obviously stopped her job to have her baby, blah, blah, but for her baby to connect with other babies, but yep. also for herself to keep her mind ticking, you know, and that social part is extremely important and I think sometimes, apart from the fact they move into an area or they are isolated for other reasons, they can get too bogged down with themselves. Do you do you Absolutely. find that's what happens with them? Absolutely. There's something very crushing about the same four walls on oh, your yeah. own with a young child all mm. the time. Mm. And this group enables people to get out of that mm. and make connections that sustain mm. them. Makes parenting a bit more fun, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. So what else have you got going? What else do you run? Well, we um, have a program called the Tools for Parents program, which is a federal-funded um, yep. program which provides free groups on yep. common parenting issues for yep. parents. Um, yep. All the groups are run by psychologists. Um, they are at flexible times, some during yep. the day so and some in the evenings, some on mm -hmm. Saturdays, so that working parents can access. Yep. And they're topics like uh, supporting your kids through loss and grief, That's um, which is coming up next week. Mm -hmm. um, Conflict resolutions for couples. That's, that, that's right. a good one, that, actually, you know, because a lot of people... These are free, aren't they? All free. Well, see, this is it. I mean, people sometimes cannot afford to get that sort of help, yet here it is. They, right. they At least they've got something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. And we know that if the couple relationship is strong, the parenting is easier. Yeah. So learning how to resolve conflict in, yep. in, an, in a helpful way yep. is a really important skill for all couples. Oh, it is. And it's a communication skill that they'll probably use in other things, even with their children later Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 
So what else have we got and here? Be a great dad. Yes. We know fathers are doing it tough out there and there's yep. not a lot around for dads no. in the Hawkesbury. No. So this is one of the uh, few groups that is there. Yeah. It's in the evening, a bunch of men coming together to yep. talk about fathering and how yeah. to do it in a way that will help our children. What sort of response do you get to that group? We get a good response. Yeah. Um, some of these groups attract only six or seven. Others attract up to 15 to 20. We never yeah. really know yeah. how many are going to turn up at any one yeah. session. Do you find that when they do come to one session, they usually, you know, you're, you've got a big percentage that return? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I like this one for dads uh, particularly because last night when I was doing uh, Endless Possibilities with Steve, my co-host, we spoke about men's mental health and how to try and, well, he says the can opener to get men speaking, mm. but how to actually encourage it. And we were talking about the walk and talk, but this is brilliant this thing that you have here that for the psychologists or even just for a group of like-minded guys to look at each other and go, oh, my God, okay, I'm not the only one feeling like this. Absolutely. And that yeah. is one of the critical um, benefits of all the groups is to discover you're not alone That's in your right. struggles. You come yeah. along and you think you're the only one who, mm. who can't control your children or mm. whatever it is, mm. struggling with the next partner and you get into a room, suddenly there's a whole pile of people saying yeah. the same thing. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. I'm not so strange. No. And that normalising of your experience is very validating. It, it totally is and it's uh, – it, it, uh, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but it takes me back to when I had anxieties many moons ago, very bad for seven years, blah, blah. But when I finally got out of that uh, trap I was in and in Londonderry I started the first anxiety group and going back – 25 years, 30 years ago, there wasn't many people in Londonderry and we had 12 turn up to the first meeting, which is a good show. And we all looked at each other and went, oh, my God, I didn't know you did. Mm -hmm. And so it's amazing mm -hmm. that mask we wear. Yes. So for guys, you know, to have to be strong and blah, blah, and then to be able to talk about it, I think is marvellous. Yeah. Mm. So what's the next one? Okay, others in the program, we have helping kids relate well to others. Brilliant. Um, this yeah. is just on helping your child develop social skills. Yep. Um, and then we move into aggression in kids. Yeah. Help for parents. This is a big one, very common mm. and a major source of stress to families. Oh, gotcha. So uh, coming along, learning some strategies is a helpful way yeah. there. Yeah, and I can see that that's, like, that's on quite a few nights, the same with the conflict with couples. So that's a good one to have on that. I think we've got managing challenging behaviour in children. Um, that one's on Saturday mornings, three Saturday mornings. Mm. So it's a bit more opportunity to go into depth about what challenging behaviours yeah. are and yeah. and how to manage them. Yeah. Um, and then we find anxiety is a big issue in the Hawkesbury. Oh, gotcha. Um, every time we run anything on anxiety, we get a significant number. Yeah. And mm. so helping the anxious child yeah. is a really good one. And I think in the current context of just the Hawkesbury having been exposed to fires and floods mm. and so on, there's a, mm. a heightened level of anxiety oh, yeah. in the community. So yeah. And children are impacted well, they I've are. heard that quite a bit from some of the families I'm working with. Yeah, so. I think what happens with them is that because they're, I always describe them like really great sponges, they they can take on things really quickly and they also take on negative things very quickly. Absolutely. And to see their parents going through the anxiety of having to pack and get ready for the fire, no fire, oh, my God, the smoke, it's so thick, and all these things that go on, which is no nothing against parents because you had to do that to keep you and your family safe, but the children don't. Um, they can't sort of consciously put that into perspective of how it is 
because of the situation. Yes. And then they look at it as anxiety as a way to react to a situation. Yes, mm. yes. So that would be a helpful one for anyone yeah. struggling with their kids after um, the fires. Yeah. Um, helping kids deal with anger. Anger is a, a challenge to parents when their children are acting out um, and that one provides in the evening more strategies mm. around how to manage that in a healthy way. Is that like for kids that have tantrums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, all these groups are targeted <laughs> oh, at parents dear. caring for children not to 12. So if yep. your child is under yep. 12, that whole age range will be covered. Yeah. In this. Interesting tantrums, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have um, quite a few groups for parents struggling with disability, in particular, three, yeah. three groups that are targeted at parents early in the spectrum of um, diagnosis with, yep. with ADHD, um, with oppositional defiance disorder and with autism spectrum um, disorder. So, so who does these? Is this by a psychologist These are as the well, psychologists or? as well. They okay. come in and they run them. So it's for people, families who've just found out their child has a, one of these disorders and yeah. they're not sure how to go about managing that, dealing with the whole stress of, you know, yeah. my goodness, my child has something wrong, um, and then giving them some ideas on, on where to go for the next mm. steps and so on. It, it's a good sort of uh, branching of different things, isn't it, really, like autism spectrum and your ADHD, oppositional defiance. I know you've just said them, but, I mean, they are really good broad things that go out over the spectrum of what children need to actually, what parents really need help because it's daunting enough to know that there's something a little bit special about your child and then to go through the, okay, well, I had it mapped out that they were going to blah, 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 and now I have to remap it. Yes, absolutely. So it's good for them to have, again, like-minded people that can support. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So we have here older, wiser and well connection. Yeah, so then we're going up to the older age group now. Yep. Uh, so we do the whole lifespan. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> these, this group is for... <coughs> Adults age 60 and over, and it's specifically looking at how to make that decade and decades beyond that um, satisfying and meaningful. So dealing with common challenges that happen um, mm. around that age group, adjusting mm. to changes in health, mm. relationships, dealing with loneliness, how to make new connections, etc. Mm. It's a regular group for three weeks on a Tuesday. Mm. And do you get a big turnout for this? Well, it depends what you call big. <laughs> well, okay, I suppose what I mean, like I, with the um, older um, groups in the or the older people in the Hawkesbury, I've been to a few and done speaking for them, right? And I know you can, like I, I've spoken to three and I've spoken to 50 mm. plus. And I suppose what I mean a good turnout, I go anything of probably about four up. Yes. That's how I look at it because four gives you not couples so much but as people to interact with. If there's only two, it's hard. Threes are like, you know, oh, wow. But four, there's a little bit more balance. Yes, yes. Well, we can't predict how many will no, I know come. That. And, yeah. But we do uh, run them f from mm. as small as four up into about mm. 20. Yeah. And any one group, we're not sure how many are going mm. to turn up in that. You, but you, the average would be around sort of eight to 10, yeah. 12. And you really do hope. And I know that you and I have spoken last year about getting this information out to the Hawkesbury, that these these things that you're putting on are 
absolutely marvellous, right? And I, I think they're brilliant. More so because I hear so much about people asking these questions mm. and yet they're here and we're not, you know, we, we have to do something about getting information out. It's frustrating for me. It must be really frustrating for you. So Calm Kids. Yep. So we do some things direct with children and this mm -hmm. is one of them. This is for children, primary school kids who are dealing with anxiety on a mm -hmm. regular basis, age 10 to 12. And it's for Monday afternoons. It's not happening till May, but it'll be after school, mm. run by psychologists again, mm -hmm. teaching them some skills to deal with um, their anxiety, how to stay calm and dealing mm. with the stresses in their lives around mm. school. Very good. And on the same anxiety theme for adults further down the track in yeah. May, we have three Wednesday mornings, um, uh, how to deal with anxiety and panic attacks in yes. particular because they can be very debilitating. Yes. And, um, but there are ways to learn how to manage them. Yes, yes. So really you've got such a variety and, I mean, anxiety really from children 10 up right throughout through which is really good. Now, uh, if people want to just pop into the centre, they can do that? Yes, absolutely. Yep. What, what hours is it open? It's open 9 till 4, mm. uh, Monday to Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And I'd also mention that's um, the community development program we've talked about with the groups, but yep. there's also the family support program, which is so one. So how's that work? Okay, so there's two family workers who yep. can work one-on-one -on -one with parents. Yeah. So if a parent finds they actually need more support than just coming to a group, yeah. they can be linked up with a family worker who can visit them at home or Oh, okay. or at the centre yeah. and make a plan with them to address what difficulties they right. might be having. And that might be, you know, recovering from domestic violence, struggling yep. with poverty, dealing with children out mm. of control. Mm. might be grief, having lost someone, yep. but someone who needs more support than just coming to a group. Mm. So the same thing, they can self-refer, mm. just come into the centre and ring, or ring mm. and make a booking for an assessment. And that's particularly good for the... Like I'm thinking if there's someone that's gone through grief or any of those things that you just said, domestic violence, they could be so scared Absolutely. about getting out of the house that then they get that agoraphobic sort of feeling. So for you to be able to go to their home and start to give that support and relief is really quite vital for some people. Yeah, well, some, the transport's difficult too in the Hawkesbury. Mm. So, yes, and those... Um, problems that that happen very commonly after mm. going through something major like a separation mm. or domestic violence it does mm. make it hard for people to get out mm. so we've got that flexibility mm. yeah so with the uh people that you you get it out to i mean where, where can apart from you being here and giving me information today where can people get information or be kept up to date with information on what's happening? We have a Facebook page. Right, um, okay. So they can go onto Facebook. Yep. Um, they can go onto our website. All yep. the groups are regularly updated. All yep. the flyers are on the website. So mm -hmm. they can download the flyers and get really specific information mm -hmm. on any of the groups we've talked yep. about. Yep. And then just call or email to mm. book themselves in. Okay, then. Yep. So uh, you're open. You're, we've said where you are. What I'll do is I'll put this... Um, information that we've got today and I'll put it all together and put it up on our Facebook site and with the I'll copy this and put this up as well but I think what people really have to think of is that if you think you're struggling or if you're having a problem and you you think oh well no I'm the only one I'm a bit worried about judgment pop into the center and you won't be judged and you probably find there's other people there 
as well. And that's really it, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. the one more thing I should have mentioned is, as well as the Family Support Program and the Community Development Program, we have a Neighbour Aid Program, which okay. is um, volunteers matched to elderly people who are socially isolated. Oh. And so that um, means they, once linked up, the volunteer can assist them with social activities or outings or So shopping. that's a neighbour... Neighbour aid service. Right. And that's for elderly, uh, frail people at home. Okay. Yep. So now that's really interesting because I have um, Gary Sims coming in mm -hmm. today and uh, we're actually going to talk about isolation of the elderly. Okay. So that is so pertinent to what we're doing today. So I'm glad okay. that you came in because this is something that, People and I know that he just did a morning tea, uh, yeah, morning tea last Thursday, I think, for uh, a bunch of um, people, and that that was, I think, it's one of the things that are coming out of it for him that we need to look at this isolation mm. Uh, mm. factor. Do you? Does do, do people do you think know about that enough? Or well, I think all of our programs need. Um, to be out there more. yes, and so you know, any way that people can help with that mm. is, is helpful. Yeah. And the same with people that when you choose these people to be the aides to them, so they'd have to go through a check and all that yes. sort of thing, of course. Yes, yes. But it also gives some people who think that you know tick the boxes, of course, that are idle and want to do something. It gives them purpose too. Absolutely, they can choose um, offer themselves to be a volunteer. Yeah, and come and get training, and mm. then be supported, and as they're matched to someone who needs their support, yeah, and that can be a really big source of yeah meaning for them. Yeah, you know, well, it's an to, empowerment to them, absolutely. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, do you do the training there at the centre, or um, it's done at the um, other centre where Neighbourhood is based? Yep. Yeah, which okay. is yeah down the road at Richmond. Yeah. Yep. Okay then, so that's excellent. Thank you for letting us know about that because it's so pertinent for the show today that we're doing. But look, more so, thank you for taking the time out to come in again and tell us about what's going on and what's happening with the community centre and keeping us up to date. And I think what we might do is try and arrange some sort of linking from, you know, our Facebooks or sure. our website to you and your website yep. back to ours so that we can keep the community informed. Okay, thank you.